Yo, yo, what's good, what's good, what's good? On this Wednesday, hopefully everybody having a great morning and route to having a great day. Salute to all the sponsors, of course, man. Abra Insurance, Johnson Company Apparel, Manscaped. I want to make this the last podcast episode about the Kwame Brown versus the Up and Smoke uh, host, co-host. That's Matt Barnes and, and Steven Jackson. I want to make this the last one, bro. Because I feel like they're in uncharted waters now to where there's no, it, there is no coming back. And I think a lot of things are being lost. Because you got, you got a lot of fans and, and just regular people that's catching wind of what's going on, kind of losing sight between what took place for us to get here and why we got here and all that other stuff. So, look, man, Kwame Brown got drafted back in 01, Michael Jordan's last two years. So Michael Jordan's first year with the Wizards, Kwame Brown drafted, first high school player taken number one overall. Got Michael Jordan, um, you know the goat. Ain't played in years. Wanted to come back. You know Mike want to win. It's similar to Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay. You're not trying to develop nobody. You're just trying to win. And uh, yo, we had never seen the ATO drafted number one then. So long story short. People have been calling Kwame Brown a bust for over 20 years. All right? I'm just setting the table for y'all. People have been calling this man a bust for so many years. And now you got two respected OGs and Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson. His name came up three straight episodes. And the straw that broke the camel's back is Gilbert Arenas was on there and Gilbert Arenas was just reliving his wizard days and Matt Barnes brought up Kwame Brown. And Gilbert told some stories of Kwame Brown and Gilbert actually was praising Kwame. He said Kwame was a lot better than what people think and was saying that in, his, in, in my eyes, Gilbert wasn't really saying that Kwame was a bust. He was actually trying to put Matt Barnes in his place. Like Matt Matt really don't care for Kwame. He got his own personal feelings about Kwame. It is what it is. But um, Gilbert was trying to shoot it to the left. He was trying to say, yo, the kid was big. He was strong. He was fast. You know, but I was a shooter. He played with Jordan, who was a shooter. It wasn't like people was going to the post trying to see that kid be a number one option. So it was so many moving parts when it come to Kwame Brown that when people call him a bus, that's just what they that's just what we do. It's the easiest, easiest thing for us to do. When somebody's pick high and they don't pan out, we call them a bus. That's what everybody does. They don't want to take the time and see, like, oh shoot, well, the team just ain't investing them, so they really want a bus. But anyway, now here we are today, and you got folks who really think that. Kwame Brown is like in his feelings or he clout chasing or he want to be relevant. Let me tell y'all something, man. Let me tell you something. If you think 
Kwame Brown just want to be relevant right now or he clout chasing? Oh, you ain't been paying attention. And you just as bad as Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes because Steven Jackson said you only coming at us because we got the hottest podcast in the game. No, fools. It's like, yo, sometimes you got a certain respect for somebody or you you, you see them in a, in a different light. And it's like, damn, you too? That's just what it was, man. It was, damn, you too? So that's why Kwame responded to Matt, well, to more Steven and Gilbert. Like, damn, you too. That's what I got from it. I don't think he was in his feelings. And even if he was in his feelings, so what? If for over two decades, people have been saying you this, you that, sooner or later, man, you're going to respond. We got to stop faking for social media. Y'all be, some of y'all be out here be talking like y'all got goddamn the thickest skin in America and y'all never respond to anybody saying anything. Like, come on, man. Y'all got to, y'all got to, y'all got to chill out with that, bro. Let people respond, man. Let people speak their truth if they feel a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Like, let them speak their truth, bro. Like, I don't, I don't understand why folks saying that Kwame Brown just doing this because he wants some attention. Like, that don't make sense, man. It don't. And this is my last podcast episode talking about this because... I think Kwame just need to go ahead and I think he said enough. He made his point. And um, what he got to realize is those dudes have a huge platform. Um, it ain't about winning or losing right now. You spoke your truth. I, I wish somebody would interview him to get his real story on his uh, wizard's career because he said some real stuff. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so why didn't they speak up for Kwame when he was younger? They should have protected him when he was younger. Yeah, man, but, you know, like Gilbert said it. Gilbert, to me, I went back and listened to that Gilbert Arenas episode, uh, up, the, uh, up in Smoke. Well, all, this, all the Smoke, Up in Smoke. God dang it. All the Smoke. I, I keep calling it Up in Smoke like it's Dr. Dre damn 2001 tour. All the Smoke. I went back and listened to that that podcast episode man and Gilbert was basically Gilbert says all the time that he was selfish that he was jacking like he, he just gonna shoot so it ain't like Kwame Brown a dark old Militic Militic we know Greg Odegaard like we, he ain't no Anthony Bennett you feel what I'm saying like that's the thing like how come I don't know, man. Kwame opened my eyes to a lot of things. Like, how come they? Why, how come Darko is not the punchline? Why is Kwame Brown the punchline? A uh, eighteen-year-old being a number one draft pick. Why is he the punchline and not Darko Militic? Militic. Because to if you go by bus labels, he was more of a bus than Kwame. You know what I'm saying? You don't see nobody talking about no dark old military. And that's what I think that takes it back. Like Kwame even made me reevaluate how, you know, a part of me was just like, yo, do we only just diss black athletes or is, is it we critique black athletes because majority of the athletes are black and all, you know, 
football, basketball, the two sports that I cover anyway. It had me really thinking, because when you think about it, bro, it is super easy to just diss a black athlete as a black man. It seems like we are super comfortable just doing that. For some reason, man, I can't see y'all comments. I see y'all in here, though. Um, oh, now they coming in. Damn, they were, they were super delayed. I don't know what was going on. Now they coming up. Um, but yeah, man. So I, I just think a lot of a lot is getting lost in this back and forth because it's so many. Kwame made so many videos and people been talking about it so much. I think the the essence is getting lost in this. I, in my opinion, it's getting lost in this. It's not about if Kwame Brown was good. It's not about if he was a horrible pick. It's not about if he was a horrible player. I think people see him respond and just think, well, N-word, you, you was trash, or N-word, you was bad. So why are you saying something now? It's just like, so you mean to tell me somebody supposed to just sit back and never say nothing, never defend their name, or, or never just look at people they, they got respect for, just be like, hey, yo, not you too. Because like he said, he, he expect like a Stephen A. Smith to slander his name. He expect like talking heads to slander his name. He don't have an issue with that. It was just, it came from those two dudes. Because you see dudes in a different light. And we all know, man, when your teammates say something slick, it hit different. Whether you, I'm about to curse. Whether you get down with them or not. If I strap it up with you, it's still, it's still a certain respect. You know what I'm saying? It's still a certain respect at the end of the day. It's teammates I don't care for that I played alongside of, but I still got a respect for them that I'm just not going to just jump out there and I like, like Steven, Steven Jackson said, his life is dirt. Like, come on, man, you capping now. And people laughing and kicking. Like, come on, man, he just said this man's life was some dirt. No, it won't, bro. That man made $62 million. His life ain't no dirt. And look, truth be told, Antonio Brown gave y'all gave y'all the Jews when he was on LeBron James, the barbershop. He basically was like, yo, I ain't gonna try to be one of these dudes who feel like I gotta find a second career because I done messing my money over. Kwame doing something right. Cause he he we know like he been fading the black chilling. So he took he must have took care of his finances and stuff. But hey, we we caught up on who was a better player between all the guys that's going back and forth, not the information that's being shared, not how, yo, this ain't a good look. Just be all you had to do is say, my bad, Kwame. You right, bro. You right. They must have they look, man. I'm pretty, I'm telling y'all. Don't believe Steven, Steven Jackson like they ain't really kick it. Like, they kicked it. They talked. You know what I'm saying? But it's crazy you get drafted like that and you go to an organization that didn't, need, that, like, didn't want you. You were a pawn. Like, you were a chess piece. You were drafted as trade bait 
the trade didn't work out. They don't invest in you. And people will call you a bust. If you didn't put in the work to try to get better, then people could call you the bust. But if I see somebody who truly was trying to get better and stayed around for as long as that dude stayed around, there's so much we don't know, bro. That's why I stay away from that bust stuff. Unless they just fizzle out in like four or five years and you'll never hear about them. You know what I'm saying? And people say they was lazy. They ain't do nothing. Then you, like, it's open season. Fire in the hole. For some reason, hey, yo, man, I'm saying people comment super late, so my bag, if I ain't responding like that. Um, but, yeah, I just I just wanted to make this the last one because I don't want to keep feeding, feeding the chatty patty beast, man, of, ooh, did you see what he said? Ooh, did you see what that said? Because I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes are probably being advised to stop responding to Kwame because Kwame is really coming at them with that real. Like, when he's talking, and it's not about winning or losing, he's saying stuff that's really, he really opened my eyes from, like, the media standpoint of how we evaluate and talk about players. Like, he really made me sit back and be like, damn. He didn't, he, he's speaking truth right there. Because we are very comfortable just dissing the black athlete. Super comfortable. Super comfortable. We super comfortable saying somebody's a failure. We just jump out there and just diss them quick as hell. Instead of really diving in and going at the organizations, going at the coaching staff, the development piece. You know what I'm saying? Paying attention to the moving parts. I started doing that in football when it comes to quarterbacks years ago. I started looking at the moving parts before I really criticized the quarterback that, you know, he was a bust or he didn't pan out. I actually stopped using the word bust a couple years ago because I don't like it. I just don't. I don't get down with it, but. Yeah, man, Ball Hawk Show is done with this situation. We putting a, a nail in the coffin. Um, I was I was just happy that the young bull finally said something because he's been the butt of all jokes for two decades, bro. Hey man, I apologize if I ain't saying that for some reason, man. I can't get. Uh, I don't know why it's not allowing me to see y'all saying, but it's all good. I can see some. Kwame Brown just wants to be left alone because he was picked by Jordan. Jamel said facts. Bean said Anthony Bennett is the face of being the bus. Joe Dumas made the second worst mistake in history as an NBA GM by not picking Melo. I'm trying to figure out why they didn't pick Melo. I would love to be, I would love to have an interview or maybe I could research it and, and see the real reason, real reason why they didn't pick mellow and they picked dark like what possess you what you know what I'm saying that's it man my joint do they got me on restriction or something that I really can't see everybody I can see like all the, the how many people are in the chat but I ain't seeing everybody comments for some reason 
don't know. It is what it is, though. Yeah. But all right. All right, man. Y'all be easy. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.